And welcome to another Papa's Basement. I'm your host, John Papa Giorgio. I'm joined today by the lovely Molly Heckerling. <laughs> or as my friends like to call me, Molly Hatchet Face. It's better than where I thought you were going with that one. <laughs> where did you think I was going with it? I, you know, you hear Molly Hatchet, and I just fucking either <laughs> pick the band Molly Hatchet or Molly Hatchet Wound. I, you could have gone in the direction. Wound. There you that. go. Yeah. That's that one. And I was like, what friends? Like, what truck stop were you at? <laughs> Look, you can't fault them for knowing me well. Yeah. <laughs> Molly <enough>. H-Dub. <laughs> my friend alex actually he may still have me saved as this in his phone uh had me saved as cum dumpster really yeah but you know how sometimes your phone pulls up the last name first to be like classy so whenever i would call him it would say like dumpster comma dumpster jesus yeah uh i can't believe mr trebek called you that all right um all right he's smart (laughs) anyway Uh, yeah, we are recording this on Sunday night about 8.30. I hope nothing weird happens during the Oscars that would make this not sound timely. Like, I don't know, like grievous bodily harm being visited upon a comedian or something. God, it'd be funny if that did happen. That would sound so incredibly prescient of me. It's not like I'm actually recording this on uh, 7.15, Monday, March 28th, 2022, Year of Our Lord. Okay. And do you want to hold up like a newspaper for verisimilitude to show people that it's like yesterday and stuff? Yeah, but like a, a King of the Hill uh, lawnmower <laughs> for ransom edited newspaper with aliens on it. A reference <laughs> only you and I will get. And I don't care because the show's for us, goddammit. I mean, hey, never underestimate the, the deep well of King of the Hill obsession that's out there. Um I'm sure we're not the only ones. When you sent me the Will Smith Chris Rock slap with That's My Purse. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll save that one for another episode because I had so much podcast shit I wanted to do with you, and then the the Chris Rock thing happened, and I'm like, God damn it! I don't care to get into this. So, <laughs> totally overshadows me complaining about my mom and bitching about girls at improv. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Other than Will Smith is a very brave man for walking on stage and striking a 57 year old with the size of a fourth grader uh you know like a a guy he had easily 50 pounds on big big dude you know this is one of those things where like you know once the joke subsided everybody had their very heated opinions about it and i'm just annoyed that everyone is ruining this beautiful comedic moment by actually like you know having their takes it's like uh, do you remember charles lawton as the hunchback of notre dame with the bells i'm just like the takes the takes (laughs) i vaguely get that reference and i will laugh along just to keep things flowing which i do that was a joke for just me for me so yeah that was just me and for the tcm fans out there (laughs) my mom would have eaten it up with a spoon yeah no it's funny because it's like the whole black don't crack thing you're just like i don't know chris rock maybe he's like in his late 30s the fucker's (laughs) almost 60 just because he doesn't have wrinkles and he doesn't have gray hair like a senior citizen got assaulted in front of us. Oh. <laughs> but Will Smith is up there too. I mean, what we, I mean, he is, but the motherfucker played Ali, not Pookie the crackhead. You know, like we're talking different body types. Oh, you're, so you're upset. You know, you have a take. This is like you actually passive aggressively airing your take. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess Chris Rock was a little bit out of his weight and height class. 
Yeah. So that's a factor. Uh, you know, look, um, I, 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 just... I always thought the Oscars was a no hitting event. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I do appreciate a boyfriend who like goes out and smacks someone for making fun of his girlfriend who, you know, he's, he's just, just showing whatever. a lot of pep for a literal cuckold. Yeah, well, I mean, that was the thing, too. I, I, I sort of read it as a little bit of an overcompensation moment. Yeah, exactly. Um, I feel like Will Smith is kind of having an emotional time. So that's why so it's like, my, from my perspective, it's like, okay, both of you guys were wrong and this was dumb. One of you was more wrong than the other one. But also it's like, and you know, people also want to d- drag up all these clips of Chris Watt, Rock and Louis C.K. and like, <laughs> No, I like Asian Chris Watt. Chris Watt. <laughs> the difference between <laughs> I'm not saying it. Um, I'm not saying it. I smell um, Bobby Lee character. Missed, yeah. missed opportunity on Mad TV. Mm-hmm. I, you know, um, I just, I, you know, people want to like say that oh, it was justified because look, here's Chris Rock being okay with Louis C.K. using the N word, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, um. those bits aren't trying to incite violence though a lot of those bits like whether or not you agree with using the word and and black people aren't a monolith on this subject either you know yeah Um, so you know it's not my fucking place to say as a white person i'm just saying it's like okay this is this is one where i have the popcorn and i hate hate that take too you can have just as much take as anyone else i don't fucking care it's it's one of those things where it's like i'm just i'm just here to observe <laughs> yeah. this is all gonna play I, you out, know what but... my take on that word is as long as it's not used hatefully at someone do whatever the fuck you want with it look it's you know it to me it's like up to each individual's discretion yeah to how, i don't, well, I don't I mean, care about how they want to react like my problem with being... a gun is when it's used to kill someone you know what i mean the gun in and of itself is not a problem. I don't fucking care. You know, I mean, it's like, regardless of all that, it's like, it's not an excuse for uh, Will Smith to go up and hit him when he, when, when, in the time when Chris Rock actually makes, like, a pretty innocuous yeah. joke. And even if it's like, I okay, so... um, I wonder if Jada, like, would have gotten up to do it, but she was worried that another well, no, I mean, cream pie would have fallen out of joke. her. Like, yes. she has alopecia. She, you know, it is an ableist joke. Um, yeah, again, yeah. I, I, then again, like Forbes publishing an article and being like, "Why are black women always the butt of the joke?" And it's like, well, Chris Rock was hired to go there and make fun of everyone. And Forbes, you want to act like you're the ones who really care about black women? Yeah. Forbes, <laughs> like, okay, you're the bleeding heart, caring, fucking altruistic, take, fucking taking up the torch from Oprah. <laughs> yeah, I'm really sure that like Warren Buffett really gives a shit that like you know Jada Pinkett was miffed for five seconds. Yeah. Um. It seemed like an overcompensation. But, I mean, goddamn, that first night, I had so much fun. I was like, you know, I don't give a shit about the Oscars. And I just thought that was the funniest fucking spectacle thing to happen. I was la- I was laughing so hard. I was crying. I was saying to Jason, I was like, I feel like we should have dressed up for this. Like, I was just having such a ball. Um, and now everyone's ruining it. But with What would you discourse. have dressed up as? I would have dressed up in my biggest, fluffiest, pinkest whatever the fuck stupid thing that rich people wear to the oscars i hate the whole pageantry and now okay i thought you meant you're going to like shave your head and eyebrows luann platter style (laughs) this is what a charming irish child looks like (laughs) 
Um, no, I just like I, I I just like I hate the whole pageantry thing, and now I'm just like, if next year is anything less than a Jerry Springer episode, I'm gonna be so fucking disappointed. Oh yeah, people aren't gonna settle for anything less than scanners. <laughs> like you know, there's gonna be a whole opening number now where people are singing in a kick line and slapping each other. Like the Academy's fucking desperate. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Um. Anyway, let's talk about the things that you wanted to talk about. Okay. The important things. Yeah, me. I'm look. You. This this, this one. You. <laughs> my babysitter. We've talked about this in previous <laughs> episodes. There's probably a reason I was terrified of the dark for like until you know, I was 13 or however the fuck old I was. <laughs> well, that's what you get for making fun of her alopecia <laughs> as an infant. You're right, and I thank you for that, You're and right. also for having sex with her as an infant. <laughs> yeah uh no i uh i've had a busy like couple of weeks since we talked because you and i hadn't recorded and i did one with eva without mm-hmm. you to shame you to yes to, to treat you me yeah to treat you like jada does will yeah and now who am i gonna slap now i don't i guess <laughs> your grandmother yeah. she, she seems feeble she couldn't either that or the kids next time my grandma makes a gi jane reference i'm gonna yes. smash the shit out of her Bubby Eckerling's favorite film, G.I. Jane. <laughs> um, yeah, next time she sees me and makes a Yentl reference, that bitch is getting her ass kicked. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think of like all the cool shit that I did. Maybe the last like two plus weeks we talked. I, you know what? Mm. I had a fairly attractive milfy lady cop mm. locked out of her car. Oh, okay. So what happened? Did she uh, risk you, Cagney? <laughs> <laughs> no, she just sodomized me with her nightstick. And then... Oh, that's even better. Yeah. <laughs> they, no. call that a, they call that a, a Greek kebab. <laughs> it's my second Abner Luima reference with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember the first time I pulled that name and you're like, I Googled that later. That was not good. <laughs> that was traumatizing. And fuck you again for that reference. <laughs> oh shit uh yeah uh no it was pretty cool like i pull up um i get the call and she a woman's like i'm locked out of my car and i'm like all right like what's the year making model she's like i'm embarrassed to say this but it's like a police cruiser and i was like this is hilarious this is the best thing ever (laughs) i'm not particularly like pro cop by any stretch but i'll take their goddamn money you know what i like i i am a huge fan of commerce Mm-hmm. Molly, like, if there's a group you don't like, do you know the best way of getting back at them? Take their fucking money. Right, you're a mercenary, like, like Rhett Butler. <laughs> <laughs> I sell to the north and the south. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, like honestly, just yeah. fucking. <laughs> if you want to know what a stupid idiot I am, I didn't catch that reference for a second, and I thought you're referring to that, like. <laughs> late 90s comedian who had her own sitcom what the fuck was her name oh Rhea <laughs> yeah. yeah you're a mercenary like Rhea <laughs> just want a shitty sitcom to get back at everyone yeah and joking about being able to hold uh, a can of tuna under each tit <laughs> like mm. that's how badly she failed the pencil test I remember that line <laughs> of hers so I was like a cop this is great and I, I show up and she's like like 
pretty. Like, she's from Southern Virginia area, like Colonial Williamsburg. I don't know. Did you ever have to go there on, like, a field trip as a kid? No, I haven't. I'm sorry. I missed out on that whole realm of field trip. I, I figured it was too far for you. Yeah. Like, like if you grew up in the D.C.-ish area or the Burbs, like, at some point your ass was getting taken to Colonial Williamsburg, which was, like, I don't know, three-plus hours south yeah. of me. And, you know, you fucking put on your tricorn hat and, you know own a black kid or whatever the fuck for the duration of the day. <laughs> Take a picture of you with a, a black classmate on a leash. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. For them, it's the worst field trip ever. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I don't make the rules. Um, like, you no, want admission to this I place or not? I regret having not gone to this place. Yeah, you know, it's just one of those deals like where there's people in character, like there's the village smithy and shit like that. And I really don't remember much, but you show up and they tell you what it's like in old times. And it's like, you know, by the time you're there, you have three hours there and then you have to get the fuck back on the road. And even that's like a 12 hour day is absolutely grueling. Right. Um, yeah. So she was like from down there and we, we chatted and we kind of, I don't know, it was a friendly rapport, you know, like we're going back and forth and shit. And I popped open the car and we, we talked a bit more and I, I had her number and I was, I reached out to both uh, Eva and Sarah Chambers and it's just like, <laughs> look, she's like up here for like three days alone in a hotel room. Like, yeah, she's married, but like, give me props for trying to bang a chick in her 40s, right? Like, given my proclivities, I was like... Yeah, yeah you're a real Mother I... Teresa. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, I was like, can I... Can I take... And they were both like, no, don't text the married cop woman, John. And so I didn't. Well, wait, did she give you her number like she wanted you to text her? Oh, no, no. This would have been pure creepy, like, hey, oh, I know you... Oh, well, yeah. then no. Yeah, yeah, of course you don't just like do that yeah i didn't i didn't that's good said boo boo said good boy i wanted to like yeah we just sat and talked for a while and stuff i was like "Ah." why can't you just bang reddit chicks that you've actually established this like precedent with (laughs) i'm i'm going up to new york in like a month when hopefully we get to hang and i'm just like griping because it's actually going to be with like a party of four (laughs) you know like the four of us total and I don't think, like, my other whore-loving friend and I can realistically <laughs> break off from the other two. Or, like, if we, I don't know, like, does he fake a tummy ache and I make, like, I'm taking him to the hospital? And then yeah, we go get sure. our fucking, no- yeah, as I said it out loud, I'm like, that's a great plan, shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, but, then, but now you fucking blew your own cover by mentioning it on the I don't think anyone else listens to the podcast, and if yeah. they do, Your mom's yes. gonna know all about it, so yeah. as long as she's good at keeping a secret. Tony's tummy ache is code for we're getting our dicks yeah. sucked. Yeah, I really have to go take him to St. Vincent's now. <laughs> <laughs> He must have eaten some bad kielbasa. Yeah, exactly. We ate too much biscotti, and now his tummy mm-hmm. hurts. Yes, the cheesecake in Mindy's was anything but fresh. <laughs> too much of the... And you can't even call it ricotta cheesecake. You have to give it the New York pronunciation. The ricotta... Yeah. I hate that shit. <laughs> like, I do that shit. As soon as I enter the tri-state area, I'm like, where's the manigot? And then I Oh, leave my it. God. And so I, can... I had a roommate that, uh, she was um, Sicilian from Long Island. Mm-hmm. You know, Sicilian by way of Long Island, you yeah. <laughs> And my friend Alex was always making fun of her because she would say, like, prosciutto, mozzarella, capricola. And my friend Alex was just like, you fucking Sicilians, it's prosciutto. Like, buy yourselves a fucking vowel. 
Yeah. You know what's really weird? I read up on why they do that. And I mean, first of all, the answer is because they're idiots. But it's more that apparently that is how shit was pronounced by the fucking WAPs like a hundred plus years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. So when they came here, that kind of got locked in because there wasn't, like, that much of a back and forth between them and, like, I don't know, the fucking, the homeland. But, like, over there, they don't talk, like, Sopranos extras anymore. So then these people will go over there, and it would be, like, us talking, like, I don't know, Civil War motherfuckers, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, it's like... When you when when you get into like weird racism and like classism and like nationalist weird shit, it, like it, it, that's literally the pod's like, description. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love how you just bandy the term "wop" around too. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. It's just like the world gets smaller and smaller. Where it's just like, yeah, the people from the south end of the street hate the people from the north end of the street because these ones say this one this way and this one says one this way and blah 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 um northern italians are incredibly racist against the, the southerners southern italians oh, yeah hate it's em. also like they have dark and like yeah it's just you know the fucking northern italians are just krauts with curly hair <laughs> like they they shouldn't even count it's hilarious and then the southern yeah like my dad is from the the greek equivalent of sicily Crete. Mm-hmm. you know like that yeah. whole bloodline I mean, he's even dirtier. Like, his family was in Turkey for 400 years before the Turks just expelled the Greeks. Bet you didn't uh, know that happened. I, I, th- I didn't know. Well, I mean, also, I'm just I'm just processing the fact that you used the term dirtier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, it's like a step above calling them mud people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I am of that blood, so I will say whatever the yeah. fuck You're I like, want. You're like, this is my N-word. I'm oh, yeah. to fucking and... refer to myself as a fucking Greek dirt race. And I will roll around in it like fucking Trump when he was like hugging the flag. That's how I view <laughs> slurs that I have complete and utter access to. Oh, uh, you're going to make a great Oscar host one day after you spend years being adorable at UCB. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait. Uh, yeah, like the, I want to say, God, mid to late 1800s or some shit, the Turks just kicked out all the Greeks. Mm-hmm. And so then the Greeks responded by kicking out all the Turks. So like, yeah, I really came from like poorness on my dad's <laughs> side. This almost sounds like a Tom Lehrer song. Where it's like, oh, the Turkish ones hate the Greek ones, and the Greek ones hate the Sicilian ones, and the Sicilians hate the Northerners, and everybody hates the Jews. But you're right, though. Ah, <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, okay, so you didn't bang a lady cop. I thought there was going to be a bigger payoff to this story. No. Um, so no frisking, no because no tipping. Of Eva no... and Sarah, no. Oh, well, I'm sorry that you have friends that are, like, a good influence on you. Yeah, I am, too. I yeah. Am too. Yeah. No, I, I just, <sighs> I have, like, an actual collection of things that I wrote down in the ensuing, like, weeks since we talked. Like, for example, mm-hmm. uh, a great moment of humility for me i i really have been thinking that i look like hot shit lately like really even though i'm 41 and i've got like that early years jay leno skunk stripe graying pattern going Mm. like i really i i went on amazon and for like 18 dollars got like a three pack of aviator sunglasses really (laughs) like really thinking i'm some hot shit 
and I was like walking around the gym a couple days ago mm-hmm. and like you know like shooting glances at whomever trying to make eye contact etc cetera, etc cetera, noticing a couple eyes on me feeling good about myself mm-hmm. and I come out of the gym like thinking oh man I've got it going on and I'm disrobing to get in the shower and I notice that the front of my shorts are just completely smeared in the lotion that I've been like whacking off with pretty much <laughs> all, and off, all day like it's just there's no ambiguity what this is <laughs> I can't blame it on food or a milkshake like it's so clearly a vino <laughs> Oh my god, you know the best part of this is is that like you you're gonna like be in great physical shape and you're gonna be looking good, but you're gonna be one of those guys who's just like totally the source of his own undoing. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I just imagining you walking around in aviator sunglasses and smeared creamy shorts, like giving <laughs> giving women the subtle nod. Hey, I mean? yeah, the like, finger guns and shit. <laughs> it's oh, like some that's... Danny McBride shit. Um, it was terrible. I mean, it was hilarious, and I deserved it all. But oh god! I mean, some... yeah. I mean, stay, stay humble. Yeah, pride. <laughs> stay beautiful and humble. I'd say pride goes before a fall, but it's like, from what height do I have? You know, like I guess. I well, guess... also maybe you should become like one of you know those dudes that pull their pants all the way down when they pee. Like maybe that's what you need to do now when you jerk off to avoid uh, any oh, sort just of butter like... style at the urinal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Either that or maybe like a, a lobster bib situation. <laughs> I. Yeah, it was bad. Like, it was just all fucking over. And, like, I really, it's it's not that I, you know, the, the trowel is dropped. It's not like I'm just, like, flopping it down and then standing and taking care of myself. Like, the pants are, like, off completely. I guess I just, you know, like, didn't smear enough of it off on my chest as I was cleaning up <laughs> before I touched my shorts. You have to, your dick must be baby soft. Like, you know, for the amount of jerking that you do, your hands must be smooth as butter. Like, everything must just be like a fucking Dove commercial. I just, that was like another Molly Hatchet moment. You're like, your dick must be baby And I'm like, yes, it is baby sized. And then you said soft. Like, yeah, yes, soft, soft, yes. Um. Yeah, the two the two S's, baby size and baby soft, <laughs> and soft is a double entendre. Yes, of course. <laughs> Your dick must be baby, comma soft. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Huh. Well, okay. So that it's good to have those experiences to keep us from getting too big for our britches. Well. I- yeah, I I was Our cream smeared bitch. <laughs> <sighs> I I uh I did get some compliments on my looks mm-hmm. yesterday. Okay. I was out at a improv tournament and we can get into that in a bit. Okay. But uh the first was from a homeless woman asking for money. So oh nice. Maybe not the most impartial thing, but she did choose to compliment my glasses, my jacket, and my beard. Oh, very. She you didn't go. have to mention my beard. And I felt good because I groomed it the day before. Uh mm-hmm. one of these days I should send you a photo of myself as I do that, because there's like a little trash can that's in 
the uh, the bathroom that I just hold up against like my face <laughs> as I shave right into it. So like I'm smelling my old like jank tissues <laughs> as right. I'm doing this. It's like yeah, it's like jankum, but with your own seed. <laughs> yeah, I just pretend it's Bradford pears. And I'm uh, like, mm, spring has sprung. <laughs> um so I did that and then <clears throat> I was walking around with my friend who went to the Sunday improv tournament show with me and we happened to go in front of a couple of gay bars gay bar gay bar <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of electric six yeah um there's that and there's also i it breaks my heart that you don't do larry sanders show mm. but that's uh an amazing episode when um they write out darlene who was like the hot assistant that Gary Shandling was dating in real life for years and then they broke up. So it's like, you're off the show. Too. He fired her from the show. She was like a writer, wasn't she? On I, the show too? I, I'm unsure I about thought that. that was just... kind of a, everyone always deifies Larry Sanders. I mean, not Larry Sanders, Gary Shandling. Oh, and I'm just sort of like, a horrible. Yeah. That's bad kind as of a else. dick move. I know people don't like Ricky Gervais either now. He's persona non grata. And every time I watch oh, that Ricky do? Gervais, Gary Shandling interview, I kind of just feel bad for Ricky Gervais. What did. <laughs> You, you sound like you're pronouncing it Ricky Gervais. Mickey Chalamet. <laughs> Mickey Chalamet. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, he, he interviewed Gary Shandling and, and he was like a huge fan and like, you know, greatly influenced by his comedy. And, and Gary Shandling just comes in really hostile. Like he's already decided that he doesn't like Ricky. And the whole thing just proceeds to go super tits up in a wow. very uncomfortable way. And Ricky Gervais, like, yeah, he's a, you know, he's a D-bag in his own way. We all are, you yeah. know, no one's exempt. Uh, but you could tell he's kind of one of those guys that just wants to feel attractive. And, and you kind of have to have a soft spot for a chubby person. Well, he had that who just brief window where he got, you know? like, kind of in shape. Like, he got, like, in fat shape. I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the best we can do. We're skinny fat. Like, you know, yeah. we can hold it together for a little bit, but eventually, it's like the Sally Struthers car. Um, what's his name? Not Carl Reiner. Rob, thank you. Rob Reiner thing. You know, yeah. it's just gonna go. Um, no, the life of a fat person is kind of like you know, the life of, like, black Americans. You know, like, there's these brief glimpses where it's going right. Like as a whole, and then Reagan comes to power, you know, and you're trying yes. again. Like it's just these are these are both exactly the same thing. Exactly the same. Yeah. It's, again, this is the most flawless we analogy. That we never ho host the Oscars one day and have people pull up this clip. <laughs> I'm fucking Papa Giorgio and Molly Ackerling deserve to get slapped by Willow Smith <laughs> for comparing the plight of fat people. <laughs> <laughs> and all that's why struggles are equivalent to each other in every way and yes. that is my imperial take <laughs> <laughs> this is just like when I was forced to wear culottes <laughs> uh, God, we really are great people <laughs> so uh, I guess we're circling back to the 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 gay bars, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gay bar. I was bringing that up. Because yes. there's an episode, they've, uh, she is off the show, Darlene. They replace her with Scott Thompson, who plays a, a gay character. 
Mm-hmm. And I believe he is uh, Hank Kingsley's assistant. Mm-hmm. And at first, like Hank Kingsley's kind of like homophobic, but then he warms up and they, they go out on the town like drinking together. And the next day, Hank is all hung over and Rip Torn is like reading the summary of their night from like the gossip rags. And he's just he's like, uh, Hank and an unnamed blonde frequent several gay bars. <laughs> <laughs> like, I absolutely love that one. Um, so is that how it was for you? The, the tabloids came out the next day and it's like, John Papa Jojo and Flaming Saddles. I, time went on. I don't even Yeehaw. think I don't even think I warranted an AIM away message. That's how little I matter. Um, no, but I was walking by a gay bar and like a super like well-dressed, handsome gay dude was like, I love your beard. And I was like, fucking, I was like, thank you, buddy. Back at you. Yours is great too. You're like, you know what? I love a compliment. Let me suck I'll your I'll take dick. it where the fuck ever. Yeah. And I'm a pleaser. You know what? Like yeah. get three beers in me. We'll see where the night goes. Fucking A. Yeah. Like, I was like, I don't, you know what? At this point I am so starved for attention, Molly. I was like, Yes person attractive well-dressed penis sure but after watching euphoria and the the chick with the great ass and tits who happens to be packing a cock you know what it's all on a spectrum right all all shades of the same stuff Mm -hmm. yeah so i'll take it i was i was like fucking i I felt good i felt handsome marching around i was like why don't women do that more why don't they tell me i look pretty (laughs) Um, I think, I think women uh, <laughs> underestimate, um, all right, I'm locking you in, Roxy. <laughs> this was a mistake opening the door. God damn it. I think Keep women going. underestimate, like, how often men want to be told they look pretty. Well, um, I'd like to, I'm like, sure... know any fucking interest is being had in me. You know what I mean? Like, it just feels like there's none. Goddamn sucks, and I'm too lazy to go on apps because, like, I just feel like I'm fighting with one arm tied behind my back, living at home, and the other smearing lube on the front of my pants. So, well, you know, I think you know, there's something to be said for wanting something too much, and we've we've talked about this before, like when we talk about like anxious and avoidant attachment styles Mm -hmm. and that smell of desperation that everyone recoils at. Oh yeah! Like um, once I told you that you were funny, and you just stopped talking to me. Yeah, <laughs> for months. Yes, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I love you too, buddy. Let's never speak again." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like our chatting dropped roughly ninety percent. No, it was really the flip in the sleep schedule thing that was really what did it. That was what Fair did enough. us in because now we're just like now it's like when you're trying to have a long term relationship with somebody, you send them a dick pic, and then seven hours later they send you a selfie of them like you know flashing their boob while they're drinking coffee or something i don't know uh, yeah. um, but um but yeah i mean when you when you need it or when you want it or or even like you would tell me that you would listen to like those like radio shows about like how to get women like people are very well, sensitive i'm talking in my early 20s for fuck's sake like that was <laughs> long long time ago like i kind of you know at this point now it feels like uh, you, you know, through shared activity and the majorities of my majority of my activities are yeah. improv where things just kind of went, I don't want to say horribly because that makes it sound like <laughs> I was a meat too, but like, yeah, I pretty much had my heart smushed by a woman I was doing improv with and then uh, I'd go to the gym. 
And the gym is like completely infamous for like, don't approach women, don't approach women, don't approach. And I'm like, all right, I won't. Right. And uh, I don't do, I'm just not one of those bar dudes. Never have been. Like if I hear enough noise, my brain just kind of shuts down. That's why I have to put on like, uh, you know, ear protection you would wear at a shooting range to masturbate. (laughs) (laughs) And now I can't come unless my hearing is slightly muffled. (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like, um, I wasn't always a drinker, but now I am. And I feel like the dating scene must be really rough if you're not an alcoholic. And I thank my lucky stars that I have, um, degraded enough as a human being to be an alcoholic because I'm just like, you know, it makes it so easy. You go to a place, you get blind, stinking drunk, and then you hook up with the nearest person but if you're just a straight, normal person, not straight, like a straight lace, normal person who's not a complete degenerate and you want to hug up like, yeah, you go to a bar and you're just like, I don't really like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the too few... loud. I can't have a conversation. Like... Yeah. The few times I ever had any success at bars, I was very, very intoxicated because mm-hmm. uh, I am like the world's happiest drunk. I am so apparently I am just forward as fuck and horny as hell, but very happy. And like, if rebuffed, apparently just completely. I'm like, that's cool. All right. Bye. Oh, yeah. You're probably like fucking Silenus. Like if your fucking nose and your cheeks turn red and you're just happy to see everybody and you're like, more wine. I, I remember like one one memory very drunk was. They didn't kick me out of a bar, but they were like, sir, you can't sit on the bar. Yeah. And I was, I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Cool. I'll, I'll get off now. And just <laughs> You're probably like, what ho? I am on the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I am the bar. You seem like a jolly drunk. Oh, I am. I'm, I'm pretty goddamn happy, man. Yeah. I just, um, those, those hangovers, I, I can't do them anymore. Yeah, the hangovers are a bunch. Um... Yeah, I mean that's the that's the way to do it. Otherwise, it's like yeah, the dating scene is probably a nightmare, and the internet thing. I don't even fuck with it. I, you know, I don't know. I think if know. I'm going to do it, I'm just going to have to do daytime dates. I think that's what I'm realizing. It's the staying up late at the age of 41 that truly turns my stomach. Well, also a daytime date is like way less pressure. Yeah, you know, during the day you don't like each other. This was nice. Thanks for the coffee. Blah blah blah. Let's never speak of this again. Mm-hmm. Versus like I'm taking you out to dinner. I'm investing in this. This is my night. Like there's an expectation that like maybe we'll go home together. Like yeah, I hate that shit. Hanging over a day. It's not like I've never like done one nighter type stuff. I mean, if you count like things you've worked out ahead of time online and then you meet and you bang which i guess is a that's a one-nighter by today's standards right yes <laughs> things was... that you've coordinated for months with a girl in utah <laughs> yeah, not, <laughs> not that specific situation i'm just saying like in the day like in my early to mid-20s when i was like even worse than i am now in terms of self-confidence and you would pretty much like orchestrate out the entire fucking sex act like bob fossey or some shit you know <laughs> yeah you're getting out the chairs you're spanking the floor yeah you got like, your well, derby hat first, on first i'm gonna rip your clothes <laughs> and then i'm gonna you know and then like you actually meet up and you're like uh i don't have the upper body strength for a lot of what i specified doing to you um mm. we're going to be thankful if i can maintain an erection for 75 percent of this <laughs> And uh, yeah, pushing rope, as they say, an archer. <laughs> pushing rope, yes. 
uh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> no, because I, I was like, I was out most of the day yesterday with a, a good friend that like I, you know, we we used to have a thing, but now we're, we're friend friends. And it's mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, she's a great hang. And you're like, I mean, why is it that I can't connect the dots that like you can date people in theory that are like a great hang and you want to be around them. And it's like, I'm just so risk adverse with my time that I'm like, I don't want to have a shitty time. Anything I do, I want it to be with like someone who's already a friend. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to, I just, I don't. And I need to get over that. I a hundred percent need to get over that. Or, or go to prostitutes down here, not just New York. That's also a completely valid answer to all of this. Um, I thought you did go to prostitutes. Here I was thinking you did go to prostitutes. No, I, I've only, I only go to this one place in New York that my buddy found. I just don't care to get off my ass and research it because it's an expensive habit. You're like the prostitutes in New York are better. They're Zagat rated. Yeah, <laughs> like the the it's like the pizza thing. It's like I don't know. The prostitutes in New York are just way better than the deep dish stuff you get in Chicago. Yeah, it's just it's the water that they drink. You know? <laughs> it's the water. Gives them a different taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, even I go to New York and it's like an affordable experience. And even then, back in the day with Tip, we're talking like pre-COVID. It was like three hundo for an hour, an hour fifteen, and it's like fuck. I enjoy sex and an attractive woman like blowing you three seconds after uh, meeting you. That's fun. Like I love how I'm like, am I like a demisexual or asexual or something? And it's like kind of, but you also really enjoy fucking strangers. Like that part's really fun too. Um, so who the hell knows the answer to that, but it's at the end of the day, after you get your rocks off, you're like, God, three Honda, like that was like five Nintendo switch games, which, you know, averages out to like a hundred something hours of entertainment. Like shit. It's, I mean, the blowjob was, you know, probably, you know, two good minutes of entertainment for you too. Oh yeah. I mean, like, uh, I can, because I, I go to the same brothel and it's this entire choreographed thing. Like if you're attractive, Mm -hmm. supposedly, like if they actually dig you, like the kind of wink signal is that you get a little head before you go to the shower, which, uh, they have never been punished for by the way with me. Like I'm a compulsive bather. So mm-hmm. like it, I'm not like one of those dudes who's like I haven't bathed in three days. Isn't this no fuck it? Then my dick was probably washed ninety minutes before they're sucking on it. <laughs> then their clothes come off. You're like ah yes, look at your lingerie. This is great. And then that comes off. Then they undress you. They throw you in the towel, and you go to the shower with them. And there's like a mentholated soap, and you get like this is like, like a fucking spa that you go to. This isn't even just like prostitutes. You go to like some like. Is this one thousand like percent it's a, it's a spa place this is like some it's not even like west world yeah. imagine shit. getting your eyebrows done and your nails done except you're also coming at the end yeah you know, they like, blow you and give you a pedicure yeah so <laughs> yeah my feet are in the little the little foot bath that's great yeah <laughs> so yeah they're uh you you do the hands against the wall pose like they're arresting you at some point And usually the go-to move is the mentholated soap is like a hand job that extends all the way up to the BH because they're, they're washing you there because it's an Asian brothel and like actual Asia, Asia, where like 
ass play is big time on the menu for the Jets. Not my cup of tea per se, but mm-hmm. they're going to still scrub you out there just to be safe. And then right. just uh, to make sure that they don't have any pinworms to contend with when they yeah. get in the plane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're not doing any sort of amazing Jonathan pulling a 40 foot tapeworm out of your anus during sex. Right. Yeah. Um, then you, they're soaping up their body, smushing it against you. You get a little intercural maybe where you're kind of pressing, you know, the hot dog stays on the bun, not in it kind of action. And you're like, Oh my God, I'm getting herpes as we speak, but Hey, mm-hmm. then you get marched back to the room at that point, she'll go over your body. She might, uh, depending on the gal, if she wants to do it, she might uncross her legs and be like, would you like to go down on me? An adventure I have not partaken in yet. But if offered again, 1,000% will do the hell out of that. Because I, again, want herpes. Why not? Um, I probably have it already. You know what I mean? Doesn't everyone have it and they just don't know it? Isn't that what they say? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, so who gives a shit? I, I can almost assure you the amount of raw dogging I did in my 20s. I have it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, do okay. That- then the whole thing happens. Yeah. Then there's head. Then at some point they're like, do you want a condom on? And you're like, yep. And then they hop on you. And then you come. And then it's like, do you want a massage? Do you want to go for round two? I always am like, that's rather ambitious of you. But thank you for suggesting I'd be interested. I'm like, no, let's just chill and talk for a second. And mm-hmm. then uh, and then you're marched the hell out. And you smell like tea tree oil and your balls are empty and you're $300 poor. Yeah, I'm $300 poor and I've learned some random thing about Chinese culture because they all seem to be from China for whatever reason. And at some point, there's just small talk about whatever city or village or whatever the hell they're from. And you're like, huh, all right. You're like, they all happen to be from China for some reason, because it's a specifically Chinese brothel located <laughs> in Chinatown on Mott Street. Weirdly enough, apparently, it used to be all Korean brothels, and then they got cracked down on, and the Chinese kind of came in mm-hmm. and, like, took over. But I think, like, the Mama-sons are still, like, Korean. <clears throat> I, okay. Like, it's weird. Like, the employees are Chinese, but I think it's still run by, like, older Korean women. I have no yeah. clue what's going on some some old woman who's still like sitting in pyongyang just pulling all the strings remotely or something like that (laughs) pretty much yeah okay um well i'm really glad that you could give me this window side glimpse into your entire sexual escapade itinerary yeah yeah and Uh, this was way more than i ever wanted to know um but i'm glad that well again they'll incorporate this into our oscars yes that's the important thing surely surely you'll find a way to workshop this material yeah into a joke at viola davis's expense well it's funny because yeah everyone it's it's one of those crossing the rubicon things (laughs) where people are like oh you've you've banged a hook and you're like yeah a couple times you know like i'm not anyone else i know who has done it has really gone off to the races with it oh i'm not surprised by it i'm not and i'm not a prude about sex work i'm totally pro sex work i'm just i admire the amount of graphic detail that you took me into oh yeah yeah well Um, i feel like vanilla shit when it comes to that yeah i'm like cool uh, I like this sex act where an attractive woman has sex with me. Ta-da! Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, Who knew? Yeah, exactly. You should you should tell this entire story to every woman that you uh, meet on dating apps. Oh yeah, and it's no, it's fucking chill as shit because like, I guess I'm one of those rare Johns. Ha 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 ha. That's the term mm-hmm. that like doesn't fancy that these people care about me. Like I'm just trying to be a good customer. So like I'm never doing any sort of like hard. <laughs> I always make the bed when we're finished. Yeah, hold down the little corner of the sheet. I bring a treat. I'm yeah. like, here's a protein bar. You've, uh... I brought you a Luna bar. Yeah, look, I made you do all the work, so. Here's a bodega rose and a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> yeah. I'm um, sure you're a very good little John. I really am. I try <laughs> to, you know, I try to finish as quickly as my <laughs> masturbation desensitized penis will allow me. Um, I'm sure you have a five-star badge with the Chinese Oh. Bar. I think so. I mm-hmm. I think I'm a number one. I, Five star rider. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. Okay, so you're going to be doing that when you come to New York in between eating Grace Papaya and going to see improv shows. I, uh, I might. I might. I, I doubt it. I, I honestly doubt it. Like, uh, I we already have like a food itinerary coming together. <laughs> Because that's just what I do in New York. I, You're I, saying I doubt it to the Grace Papaya. <laughs> Not to the brothel. Yeah, yeah. I doubt oh, we'll yeah. be eating any Grace Papaya. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I, <laughs> I'll be eating something else. <laughs> uh, <laughs> depending on their body wash. Taste that way. Depending on what they ate beforehand, you know. Uh, <sighs> Yeah. Oh, good times. Yeah, but we will get to meet finally. I know it's going to be crazy. Well, I I'm, I'll make sure to give you lots of compliments until you have pretty you look. Thank you. I will that's like 1 month off. I might be in the low 190s by that point. Mm. At least uh maybe the well, I'm already at like the mid one. I clocked in at 196 the other day. Nice. 196. Fuck. Yeah, that's nice. I have no basis for reference, but it sounds like a very good number. I, in the spring of 2020, I was 270. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. And I did it slowly enough that so far I don't have any loose skin. Thank God. That's good. Yeah. That's the kind of, because I'm not, even if I lost some more, like I wouldn't be lardy enough or formerly lardy enough to get like the real bat wings where insurance is going to pay for it. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Oh God. You're going to get a little Buffalo bill with it. You know what I mean? Like fucking just <laughs> <laughs> little homemade skin suit action. Uh, that happens. Yeah. Yeah. I had a friend who like, you know, they had to have like surgically because they were like super heavy as a kid and then they lost a bunch of weight and basically had to have like a bunch of shit lopped off all right uh did they keep it off or are they big again um they are no they're not huge again they're not like big big but they're like they're not like skinny either they're skinny fat (laughs) that's just what i live in fear of like honestly if anyone thinks that i'm happy being this like i just i abjectly in the back of my head every second of every day is me being like when is the switch gonna flip back and i'm just gonna eat like a fucking pig again (laughs) and gain all the weight back but yeah don't do it i mean you always talk about how good you feel now and stuff and oh um, absolutely like i 
surely eating grapes and having meditation apps is good for that sort of thing yeah like nothing else is breaking right in my life but i (laughs) i can at least be like i'm not the mess i was physically you know as i get older like and i still eat like garbage sometimes but like i don't shit all day by the way i don't want people to think i eat that healthy like i literally my dinner was a black and white cookie that i froze from philadelphia last month and i nuked it too long and the surface looked like hot lava and rather than let it cool at all (laughs) i took a knife like (laughs) and just chopped it it up yeah and just like the the cartoon marge simpson doing cocaine off the blade of a knife yeah like i did it that style nice um yeah i just um I'm happy with my weight. Like, I'm back to my pre-pregnancy weight. Oh, you look fantastic, like, oh, yeah. I'm, but, like, um... I'm now just saying I... that because of the redhead fetish. Oh, yeah, sure. You have to say that to every redhead. <laughs> you're um, gorgeous. You're gorgeous. I you mean, that was, fabulous. to this day, one of my favorite comments ever online on the Opie and Anthony subreddit back before Anthony was very obviously very racist. And I was like, <laughs> I can't really like this anymore. Right. Uh, someone... I can't in all good conscience. <laughs> someone wrote the words, no redhead is lower than a seven. And I died laughing, but also agreed. Um. But yeah, I'm, I've hit that age where now it's like when an old person is like, this is too sweet. This is too salty. This made me Logie. <laughs> like, oh no. You know, it's like I, I drank a Yoo-Hoo and now my skin feels weird. And it's that's like, okay, my great. evening, okay? Yeah. I guess I'm turning into that kind I'm of I'm exhausted. <laughs> and it's like, at first I thought like, oh, surely I'm going to, because like, you know, if you were like a slightly stocky kid, you know, like not even like huge, but one of those kids that grew out before you grew up, you know, mm-hmm. like you, you think you're just going to be fat forever and you go around with that fat kid mentality. And I'm yeah. still like, okay, like you said, like, oh, surely it's going to flip back. And then I look at my mom and I'm like, oh no, what if, what if that's going to be me because that seems more where it's headed now oh you where mean it's your like, mother the paragon of fucking discipline every time you talk about her eating but it's like, disorders no, but it's air quotes even, yeah where it's like oh shit now my ass is gone and my legs are so spindly that my leggings won't even stay up anymore <laughs> it's a different set of problems i always always hate it when people like talk about people with anore- you know, anorexia or other eating disorders because I can never process that it's a disorder. I'm just always like, the discipline. Well, that's the trouble when you like have, when you have any eating disorder, especially overeating and mm-hmm. you get into that mindset of like, well, there's no such thing as skinny enough. And then if you if you do swing the other way and actually have the fear of God kicked into you because you're so thin that your organs aren't going to function anymore, you're like, wait, no, there is such a thing as too skinny. I take it back. I take it back. There is, but I want to get there. <laughs> you'll get there, John. Thank you'll you. get there one day. Thank you. You'll, you'll wander through the fucking gym like a rail with your aviator sunglasses. No, I was, like... was going to say enough sex with prostitutes and I'll get there for a reason I can think of. <laughs> Like just Philadelphia, John Papa Giorgio. <laughs> yep. <laughs> He's gonna. You'll be like, I'm dying of AIDS, but my rib cage looks yeah. fabulous. Like, like, yeah. One of my lesions will crust and fall off, and I'll be like, Well, that was a tenth of my body weight. <laughs> right. Oh wait, that was a nipple. Oh yeah. shit, I needed that. My peck. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. No bueno. Mm, Happy minions. Whatever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you're very, you're very pretty. Thank <laughs> and, you. 
And I'm sure you look very nice in your aviators and your creamy shorts. Yes. Any, you know, I love how this podcast sort of like, it almost felt like talking to someone's mom or like when you're talking to your mom and it's like, you know, I got some very nice compliments today when I went to the podcast. I was hit on and the by, girl look, told me that she liked my hairdo. You need to hear this from me first. I was, I was flirted with by a hobo and a homo. <laughs> 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 don't tell your father yeah. you know how he gets but it was very flattering at my age <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah this I is way better than the oscar slap fuck that yeah and i won't tell my dead father mom <laughs> oh shit oh yeah I'm sure Maria still gets flirted with very often. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note. (laughs) On that note. Molly. John, thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you for joining. It's always such a pleasure with you. And I'm so happy, by the way, you got to do that that little stand-up program of yours you did last week. (laughs) That little stand-up that you do. Yeah. Like that voodoo you do so well. (laughs) When you you went on the stage and you told your skits. You told your little skits while people ate sofa peas. I'm sure (laughs) they were thrilled. I love that. Thank you. Yes, that was fun. Hopefully I didn't catch Omicron. I bought myself a little test. Today's day five. I think I can take the test now and see if it's positive or not. Yeah, you're fine. I forget because you have the the unvaxxed kid who's really, really right wing. Yes, you know, she's just like, my body, my choice, mama. <laughs> her, little, her little Gadsden flag t-shirt. So cute. No, you know what she did do? She uh, she fucking shat her pants today and then walked up to me and said, done. <laughs> I, wasn't that the end of There Will Be Blood? Yeah, I'm finished. I'm finished. <laughs> and the room looked the same, too. I shit your milkshake out. <laughs> uh, yeah good times yeah all uh, right well yeah. hopefully we'll talk again before another billion years passes yeah i mean maybe by the next time we talk i'll be thin enough to get hit on by more gay men but yeah well you'll be here we'll go to chelsea we'll see I what mean, happens yeah no that's look when you're thin enough to get hit on by a gay man who's yes. in shape himself you're like things finally happen because that's when i really knew i was a fat ass a friend of mine was like yeah dude like you've never been hit by like i get hit on all the time by gay dudes at the gym and i was like not once as i'm eating my (laughs) intimates cake (laughs) god bless you mr entman rest (laughs) in peace um (laughs) of cake (laughs) Um, but yeah i mean if you're if you're thin enough to get hit on by a gay guy then you're in really good shape because they are the most superficial motherfuckers on the planet oh yeah that's why i always why i always get salty when my own tastes are criticized in women and it's like why don't you take it up with the gay men because they they make me look like a fucking chubby chaser okay (sighs) good times okay good day molly Good day, John Papa Giorgio. Godspeed. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.